Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Taylor Wilde. Welcome back to Wild On Season 5, the podcast where you get the insider's view of the weird, wild world of wrestling and witchcraft. On Wednesdays, today's show is a throwback. That's right. For all my listeners, Wild On has a seriously star-studded back catalog filled with some of the biggest stars of professional wrestling today. The wild world of wrestling moves so fast that professional wrestlers can change companies, characters, and everything in between in the blink of an eye. Chelsea Green was a Wild On guest on season two. This was previous to her return to WWE, where Homegirl is slaying the game. This was when she was a free agent and taking the indies by absolute storm. This was before her spectacularly lavish extra New Year's Eve wedding that pretty much had the longest guest list of professional wrestlers. Ladies and gentlemen, my girl, Chelsea Green. So nice to meet you. I, I feel like we already know each other. I know. We have so many parallels. Right? I apologize about this lighting. This is not good. I'm going to have to work on this, but oh well. It is what it is. Well, I just got back from the gym, so I can't say anything. Like, I'm shiny and everything, but... You're glowing, and I apologize. I'm five minutes late. I was, like, I got an image of myself, and I was, like, five-minute face. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So... How did surgery go? Surgery went really well, actually. So I have to say I was a little sore for the past two weeks before I got in for that emergency surgery. Okay. You know what it's like with wrestling. Oh, yeah. Kind of just, you just put <laughs> aside those like aches and pains. So I didn't think anything of it. Of course, of course. It's just a normal pain that you're dealing with. Oh, my gosh, which is so bad to say, but it, it really is. It's just like you know, a normal little ache and pain from being a wrestler. Mm. It feels totally like I'm closing a book. Good. Putting it on the shelf and it's going away Good. and we can revisit it at a later time. But right now I don't want to look at the book. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Onward and upward. Exactly. <laughs> so what well, I assure just like I went through, you have that 90 days, no compete clause. So what do you, what are you thinking? Are you thinking like another company? Are you thinking like, being like an like an, uh, a free agent what, what's on your mind so first of all I'm trying to think outside of wrestling that was definitely right. like my first priority was to think outside of wrestling because I know I've made really awesome connections in the wrestling world that I'll be okay I'll yeah. be okay when that 90 day you know ends so I that's why I started my podcast I actually you're the first person to find out <gasps> but I'm gonna start competing in a WBFF competition Ooh, exciting I know I'm, I'm a little bit nervous, but um, I'm starting as of today, actually, I got all my information, wow. you know, the all the meal prep and, and the programs I'm going to be doing. So I'm really excited for that. I'm going to work cool. towards competing in September um, and just trying to set up like PR people and, and marketing people and things that I just didn't have before yeah. that I didn't really know were an option that now I think maybe I can broaden my horizons outside of the wrestling world if, if I make those connections but gosh within the wrestling world I think I want to be a free agent because wow. I have a bucket list I have I, I always wanted to go back to impact no matter what because I felt like they treated me 
like gold when I didn't deserve to be treated that way. When I was so new, Mm -hmm. they really treated me like a star Yeah, and, and taught me so much about wrestling on TV and things like that. And then, so I, I would love to go back there, especially because the division is completely different than when I was there. Right. Like not the only person that's the same is Rosemary. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So it's just had the craziest evolution, which I really love to see. So I want to go there. I want to go to ring of honor because that is a bucket list thing. I've never been able to do. I never wrestled for ring of honor. I would love to do triple a in Mexico. Um, of course, AEW is always going to be, you know, an option and something I'd love to do because I've got Brit there. Yeah. And maybe Japan again. I don't know. Oh, I like it. The world is your oyster. That's so exciting. The big to-do list, but I feel like that's the thing. The world's my oyster. I've got so much time. So why not dream big? Yeah, absolutely. Good for you. And I think that's what the fans want here. They want to hear that, you know, you, you you didn't forget about impact. Selfishly, I would like to work with you. <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be amazing? Yes. Oh. You know, you're talking about, you know, being new in the business and impact treating you really well. But girl, like, don't undersell yourself. Like, your character was amazing. But, you know, I don't know that I would have, I would have ever dreamt up that character without impact without all that you know they never made me feel stupid for doing anything they continuously pushed me in the craziest direction to yeah. just like expand that character yeah. beyond beyond anything I could ever imagine so now going other places I, I realized like I I wouldn't have always been that lucky if right been somewhere else before impact so True. that's kind of the crazy thing yeah and it's it's really nice to have that compare and contrast between the two major companies because like it, you hear it time and time again like you know speaking to you speaking to d we all have very similar stories and like i'm the ancient one and it's still you know not a lot has changed <laughs> like that's the thing not much has changed and if you go back and talk to gail as well not yeah. much has changed um i think luckily the pay gap is starting to right. close a little more which thank gosh like that was a huge a huge thing and that's something that really like kept my mouth shut and kept me quiet was right the fact that i knew that i was going to make a bank account for myself that I could take with me when I left. Right. So, you know, that, that helps as much as I, I hate yeah. to say it, it really does. So yeah, it's just crazy. Like the freedom I had with impact is something that I was so naive to at the time. But how do you, you don't know what you have until you can compare it to the other companies. So it's, you know, there's probably no regret whatsoever, but I was lucky enough that it was the opposite way. So I was like, Oh my God, wrestling can be family and it can be fun like this is great and that's what I try to let the girls know um I always tried to let them know that at NXT and and on Smackdown like we can have a really happy locker room we can have an awesome relationship with each other we can hang out on weekends one person can be champion and we can all be feuding with that person and we can still love them like that's totally doable and I had that impact and it was so great to be able to try to push that in in NXT. Yeah, for sure. So what came before wrestling? Like, what did you do in school? What were your favorite subjects? Sports, acting, tell me all the things. So I was, I definitely was a drama queen growing up. Like yeah. I took, I took acting and, and things like that, but I didn't really pursue anything in the acting world. I just knew I loved it. Okay. 
but I did play every sport. And especially in high school, I was weightlifting a lot. I was doing track, soccer, a little bit of basketball, a little bit of volleyball. I loved it all. So, but I actually didn't, I wasn't really a hardcore wrestling fan. I had watched it a little bit growing up in elementary and middle school, but you know, as we do, we go through our waves of loving it and, and falling off the wrestling wagon. And I kind of fell off of it for 10 to 15 years and came back to it when I was about 24 and in school for kinesiology and health sciences and things Ah. like that. And I kind of fell into it just through watching raw one day when I should have been doing my homework and and I just you know like procrastination 101 turn on the tv and I started googling and the minute that I saw Lance Storm's wrestling ring in front of me in person like I just fell in love and I knew that's what I wanted to do yeah I got it I I totally get it like I I was speaking to Matt at the last uh impact tapings and I I think that's the funny thing between you and I is we actually have so many parallels but we've never met but he was saying that you know that was kind of similar to my story is like I liked I liked wrestling but it wasn't really part of my foundation not like Matt Bryan who have like came out of the womb with like title belts (laughs) like I wish I wish that was my story because that's Deanna's story too yes she is like she came out of the womb she wanted to be a wrestler yeah that was it it's not really like that in Canada anyway. True, true. It's very different. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I had, there was a couple people at school that were wrestling fans and a couple people that I would chat to about it in like fifth, sixth grade, but yep. nothing like crazy. But I will say a lot of people on Twitter know this because I am very vocal about it, but yep. in 11th grade, I believe it was, WWE came to Victoria, my hometown, and I fell in love with it again because I saw Kelly Kelly. Really? I saw her and I was like, she is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. She's got an amazing body. She was wearing this purple sparkle bra with little purple booty shorts. And she was doing a, you know, back handspring into the elbow or something like that. And I was just like, I love it. (laughs) I love her. And the fact that someone like kind of skinny and gangly can do this. Yeah. I totally was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I still, it still was another six, seven years before I got into it. But like, she really opened my eyes to the fact that not everybody had to be China. Of course, yes. And that's the misconception, I think, especially as a woman, not growing up a wrestling fan, you think like, yeah, it's it's that China ideology, which is... It's funny because there's like two different views, I feel like. So like, my grandma thinks China... Other people kind of like around our age think like you have to be a Playboy bunny. True, true, yeah. There's like this weird, and now it's kind of this in-between where, you know, a lot of people at NXT are the total opposite. They're real like real Tom girls. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Real badasses, real MMA fighters, like things like that. So now it's funny to see that I probably would have fit in better in the diva era. And I love that. And I play into it. I love it so much. But it's just funny to see that evolution, what everyone thinks women's wrestlers. You're right. And it's so funny because I came in in the Divas era and I wasn't a diva. 
like it, that that inherently isn't who I am. So I was kind of like the square peg trying to fit in a round hole. <laughs> and then we've reached this place like 10 years later where, you know, all the women have been fighting so hard for the diversification of women's wrestling. And I think we're in the most exciting place that women's wrestling's ever been because you're supported if you want to be part of the divas era you are that is who you are that's wonderful but it's also really cool to have a character and not per se have sex appeal or have sex appeal in a very different way so you know i i, I think feminism has really come like full circle in women's wrestling and it's uh and, and the talent yeah that's the thing and i love that it's so cool it's cool now to be a fan of the women yes like you see men wearing the women's t-shirts, you see men cheering really loud for a women's made event or for the women when they come on, they don't leave their seats. There's there's yeah. not that many women's popcorn matches anymore. That's true. Everybody's really stepped it up. And that's also one thing that is, is so scary coming back to wrestling after taking so long off is like, you can't just get by anymore. That's, that's not how we work. Like no. we're all trying to be better than each other in a really, really positive way. Yes. Yes. In a supportive, like let's push each other for the benefit of women's wrestling. Yeah. You know, it's Which crazy. Is, that is really different. That's the one difference I will say about the divas era. It was because it wasn't per se, the mentality was different. It was models uh, who came from this modeling world, which is very different than wrestling. And well, it's cutthroat too. Exactly. Like way more cutthroat. It wasn't as girl power based, whereas now I think we're, you know, we're pushing it for each other. I so love it. Did you play any instruments or anything like that? So I played the piano a little bit growing up. Mm -hmm. um, and then I went off that. And then I played the saxophone in middle school. <laughs> yeah, like so <laughs> random. I really wanted to be a drummer, but my dad was like, absolutely not. Like, I am not letting you do that. And then I, I think it was maybe. 11th grade and then I picked up a guitar for the first time so my parents oh. bought me a guitar for uh for my birthday and I will say I learned one white stripe song and that was it <laughs> and that that guitar has sat and it's so beautiful and I keep thinking like I gotta bring it to America it's sitting in my Canadian bedroom yeah. I have to bring it to an to America and learn but like I'm so not a musical person so to okay. carry a guitar on my back through an airport I just like oh it makes me feel like so uncomfortable <laughs> so it's just sitting there waiting for me probably we'll never pick it up again but okay. you never know you never know it could happen what what was your favorite subject in school definitely PE I was mm -hmm. I mean I just did not I excelled a little bit in like the sciences like I love biology I love learning about the biomechanics of the body and the the way we move and things like that but that all related back to PE right truly like yeah. and um I'll never forget I took a class I believe 10th 11th and 12th grade and it was a weightlifting class and that's where I learned the basics of weightlifting and right. plyometrics and supersetting and things like that and it was taught by Mr. Isaac who was the lacrosse coach at our school okay. and I still to this day every time that I can say his name I do because I owe I owe everything to him. Like oh, wow. that, that was where like my passion for being a, a fit person, like that's where the foundation was built. Right. And so it's just so crazy to think everybody says, my gosh, you're so strict with your diet and you're so strict with yourself. Like when you're hungover, you go to the gym and things like that, like, yeah. or when you don't feel well, you, you just do it. And 
I truly think that that was purely because of him. And it's crazy, right? Like I, I think it was last year that I was able to send him an eight by 10, like a signed eight by 10. And I, I like hope that he remembers me and everything. I really remember him. I added him on Facebook. Oh yeah. So just like, I don't know. It, it just was such a, it's a small time in your life, but it really set, it set the, the groundwork for everything I did after that. You know, what's really funny is I have a Mr. Isaac, Mr. Ferguson, and he was, the science teacher in middle school and he was like a amateur MMA fighter before like UFC was really like mainstream and so yeah so he was really supportive this is like when I was getting into wrestling my last year of high school he was really supportive of it same thing he's like on my Facebook and yeah it's the best yeah it's It's the best that we can like keep communicating with these people now teachers do make a difference people be be nice to your teachers Yeah, even if it's just one or two, they they really do. Yeah. And and speaking back about Matt Cardona, who is my colleague at Impact Wrestling, and I started with him in 2006 Deep South when we were both in developmental. You both recently got engaged. That's so exciting. Oh, look at that thing. I know. Tell, tell me about the engagement. It happened on my birthday, actually, WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Um, he, he, yeah, he took me out for a birthday dinner and proposed to me on a rooftop in New York City overlooking the Empire State Building. Aww. So it was just like a dream. Like, as a female, I've, I've totally dreamt of what it was going to be like, but that exceeded all expectations. We have now been engaged for two years. Oh, my goodness. I know. How did time go by like that? Oh my God. I'm telling you, it's the craziest thing. Like, Jesus. not feel like we've been engaged for two years. We're coming oh. up longer engaged than we were together. Oh my gosh. <laughs> of course, with COVID, we yeah. have no idea when we're going to get married. So we were supposed to get married. We we're supposed to have a big New Year's Eve bash. Oh. Yeah, basically just host a giant New Year's Eve party that was our wedding. But that was canceled. So now we have no idea what we're going to do. Oh, man. (sighs) COVID's really been like the ultimate party pooper, hasn't it? Oh, tell me about it. And I mean, I really can't complain, of course, because I'm in Florida and we all know that Floridians pretend that COVID doesn't exist. Yes. Um, it's been it's been really crazy. But, you know, to have to to have been away from my family for a year and a half now, not be yeah. able to go back to Canada, not even really have that option. It's just like, what a bummer. Yeah. How are your parents doing? Well, they're they're good. My mom works at a school, so that's, you know, like she has to be really careful. And we have our grandma that's very, very close with us that lives kind of on our property. So we have to be careful about that, too. Right. And my dad's wife is a nurse. We kind of have it all going on. Yeah. Luckily, everyone has been really, really safe. Gosh. And nobody has had COVID. Good. Gumwood, and I think everyone's just missing each other and missing missing the normal interaction. Of course, of course. Have you guys taken advantage of like Zoom or? Totally. Oh, oh yeah. And and the thing is, I'm so close with my family that I'm always FaceTiming them anyway. I, yeah, I FaceTime them like numerous times. Okay. <laughs> Every single member of my family today, and it's new. Okay. Again. <laughs> Communication is not a problem in my family. It's more so the actual physical touch and physical interaction. Of course, of course. I'm the same way. And I think it's probably 
being a wrestler, being on the road, you you just get in the groove of always FaceTiming your family because we're Canadian and we can't basically live in Canada and do this job. So well, and that's the thing. Like I, I left Canada so early, and I, I left for I left for school. I moved to Australia. Like I did all these things anyway that kind of forced me to to love Skype and FaceTime and stuff like that. I'm just so happy it's easy now. It just keeps getting easier. Yeah. I feel like you and I could go on and on and on about all this. Oh, I'm the worst too. Like, (laughs) I don't stop talking. I don't. I can't just answer a question like short and sweet. I just never have been able to do that. That's why I started the podcast. And how is the podcast going? Are you loving it? Okay, I am really loving it. So I'm doing it on my own and I'm not even like interviewing people or anything. I'm just trying to like talk. I like it. Matt keeps saying I need to go longer, but man, like I like talking, but 30 minutes of talking, like you get a lot in. I don't talk slow. I don't. It's hard. It's a long time. It's a long time. So right now, the first episode was 22 minutes, and then it was like 30, and now it's like 32. Like we're we're working our way up. Yeah. You know, it's just fun to just talk about stuff I like. Absolutely, and you've got you know you've got such a big fan base that you know they really get to see this like intimate version of you, and that's why I started this podcast. I think you know so many female wrestlers are these incredible people. They're you know actors, and they're also entrepreneurs, and they're moms and wives, and you know so many things, musicians. But Wikipedia doesn't reflect us like that. No, not at all, not at all, and like that's people have so many amazing stories to tell. That's what yeah. I love about podcasts. And I listen to podcasts all the time. So me too. What's your favorite podcast? Oh man. I listen to call her daddy Oh, dear. <laughs> all the time. Oh yeah. But I don't discriminate. I have so many different podcasts and I just play them all as I go on my drives and yeah. my workouts, like whatever. Yeah. So I, I probably have like 10 in my arsenal that I always listen to. That's great. And I think it's important to have like a favorite, but also to like expand your horizons because there's so much shit out there. There's so many out there and there's yeah. so many that are underrated and yes. you just don't know about because they're not the top 10 or whatever. Exactly. So I do, I'm not going to lie. I do try to like I listen to my couple favorite, but then I I try to listen to like new ones all the time. Good for you. Good for you. And everybody in podcast land, don't forget to subscribe and rate because it makes a big difference. Huge difference. And I'm learning that right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really hard because I'm guilty for it too. I'll listen to a podcast. I'll really enjoy it, but I won't think to rate it because in my mind I've gone, this is a great podcast. Same. Same. And and it's right there. The the rating system is right there for you. They just hand it to you and still I always forget. Now that I have a podcast, I am going to try harder. Yes. I'm going to also try harder so the karma comes back to us. (laughs) Exactly. Right? Exactly. (laughs) Okay. Well, I just want to say thanks again for doing this. I like to leave every episode with the same 10 tailor-made questions. So it's like a speed round, but please don't feel rushed because I want to get the full answers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I'm not good at speed rounds, but I'll answer them. Okay. Name one beauty product you cannot live without. Ooh, I've, I've got this new uh, skincare routine is clinical um, and, and it's very expensive, but I'm telling you, it's so worth it, especially for people with bad skin. It's awesome. It's little serums, bottles of serum. Your skin looks incredible. <gasps> Thank you. It's been, Honestly. I'm telling you, it's been like 20 years of work. I had really bad yeah. acne starting at like the age of 12. 
Really? And, it, and this is called Is Clinical? Is Clinical. And it's just an absolute game changer. I only buy about three products um, because I just, I'm just so stingy. Yeah. But if it works, if it works, it works. Those three products work. Okay, good. What is your favorite exercise? Ooh, hip thrusts. Yeah, girl. <laughs> what is your biggest pet peeve? Bad breath. Really, yeah, anything like, you know, I know people can't change teeth. So when I say bad teeth, I feel kind of bad. It's more so the bad breath thing. And I have really bad breath in the morning, but I know that. People who don't know, I don't understand. <laughs> How do you not know? I don't know. But I like, I even had some girlfriends who it was like, you definitely got into my car this morning. You did not brush your teeth. Oh, so you need to go back. Fair enough. Fair enough. What, or sorry. Who is your celebrity crush? Oh, you know what? I also should say people, when um, when you say, oh, sorry, they, I wish that they'd be like, oh, no problem. Oh. I, I don't like Americans, you know, or or you say thank you and they don't say you're welcome. Anyway. Yeah. No, 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 no. And I'm going to add to that. It's just, <laughs> just, it's so Canadian of us. But why do you, when we say thank you, why do you say yeah? I, that's, ex I do not get that. And that's something that like kills my family. Whenever yeah. we used to come down, go shopping and stuff, I don't get it. Like, what do you mean? Mm. Yeah. I'm like, that's rude. It's so rude. We love our Americans, but just respond correctly. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> We're, we very much like stem from like the British etiquette. That's it's why. true. That's what it is, but more fun. <laughs> um, who is your celebrity crush? Ooh, well, it would have been Paul Walker. Oh, rest yeah. in peace. It's, I think it's also, I know, I loved Paul Walker so much. And it's also just because I loved Into the Blue with Jessica Alba. Ooh, yeah. Jessica Alba is like my major oh. girl crush, like the, my favorite person in the whole world. I just love everything about her. Now that you've said that, you totally have hints of Jessica Alba in you. Oh, I really Especially those bangs. Oh. I love my bangs. My bangs are gone already. Like you can see little like tufts. Yeah, Those yeah. are my bangs. They're gone. Um, that was a short lived run, but I loved them. Bangs are wonderful unless you exercise as much as you do. It's such a, it's just a mess. And that's why I started with the long bangs. Cause mm. I really knew that that was exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'll have these bangs for two weeks and then they'll go up in my high pony and I'll be fine. It's fine. They and were that's exactly they were. what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I got an Instagram picture and then I was done with them. <laughs> they were there. They they made their appearance. <laughs> what is your favorite band or artist? I love all types of music. If I'm going to go back to like stuff growing up, it would definitely be the Eagles. Um, really? We always played the Eagles every Saturday and Sunday morning. That's what my dad woke us up to. <gasps> oh. That really like makes me feel like you know, my dad's side. And then with my mom, like Brian Adams and Shania Twain, that was like always my mom's thing. Okay. Canadian artist. Yes. I've got my like old school. I've got my two new channels. I've got my country channels and then I've got like hip hop. That's great. So you just mix it up. I really do. And then when I work out, I listen to like Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Perfect. We are the same. One in the same. <laughs> Do you have a secret vice like drinking a glass of wine in the shower? Oh, I mean, 
honestly, no. No? No, I really don't. Like, okay. yeah, I'm, I want to try to say something fun, but no. That's okay. Like, you wear your heart on your sleeve. You don't, you don't have any vices. That's fine. No. <laughs> um, what wrestler has the best entrance music? Well, I mean, I want to say, no, you know what? Actually, I can fully say um, Alicia Edwards because I had that music in NXT and I loved it. Get out. No, no joke. And I, I only had it for like two or three months because then I realized it was it was Lish's. So I told them, hey, like I can't use this on TV. Like Alicia already uses it and that just would be unfair. Yeah. That music gave me like, oh, life. <laughs> Oh, it was just so sassy. And oh. I really, really loved it. So uh, I would say Alicia Edwards. I love Lish. I'm going to do an episode with her soon. And I want to do a part of the show, Shit Lish Says. <laughs> oh, my God. No, once when you just started talking, I was like, she needs to do. Uh, seriously, ask her to say the word vagina. Re okay. I was going to ask for a list. We'll email later. Oh my gosh, I'm telling five. you. Oh yeah, like she, she is like one of the funniest humans ever. I love her. <laughs> she is. <laughs> Shout out to Lish. <laughs> what is your drink of choice? Doesn't have to be alcoholic. Okay, well, it's going to be an extra, <laughs> extra dirty vodka martini. Has to be filthy though. That's why I know we're friends because everyone who doesn't answer with an alcoholic beverage, I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, like um, soda water. No, no. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. What was your most embarrassing moment in the ring? Okay. So on an explosion, Impact's explosion show, one time I had new gear. Um, it was, I believe, the day after or before I won the Impact Women's Championship. And uh, my nipples came out. <gasps> oh, no. yeah, my nipples came out. And it wasn't just in a match with, like, one other person. It was in front of a crowd. And there was, like, eight people in the match. It was four on four or something like that. I really don't get embarrassed so yeah. like if I had so that doesn't even really make me embarrassed if there was like I had forgotten an entire match or or like forgot what I was saying that would be embarrassing but knock on wood that's never <laughs> happened to me I feel like I should not have just put that out there but that's never happened to me so right. I feel like truly I haven't had any crazy embarrassing moments okay. it's more like just stuff I say behind the scenes that I'm like <laughs> I wish I never said that like <laughs> <laughs> that that's what makes you you and whatever it's just nipples fucking exactly wild. it could be worse it really could be, could be worse. worse okay <laughs> it's so seen worse, so. Seen worse. <laughs> okay last one finish this lyric it's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up everything is fucked what <laughs> stop should i know this yes stop how do i not know this lip biscuit how do I not know? Oh, it's because Breaks I just listen to it while I'm lifting weights, so I don't listen. Um, so I should have went with the Eagles. I fucked up. Or you should have gone with Shania Twain. I'll tell you something. That was second. Uh, but I was like. Yeah, you can't forget Shania Twain. Let's go, girls. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I have to say I just watched this hilarious video that is like, what's the one song that if you were in your grave you would wake up to and it's a guy and it's a guy with his hands over his chest and it's like da, 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 and his eyes pop open and i'm like that is so me a hundred percent i could be like on my deathbed like woo let's go girls oh.